Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Yeah, Miggy. Is this this the playoffs? (laughs) Uh, It doesn't really feel like it because the Sixers are laying the smack down on the Wizards. Last we spoke, we did a little Game 1 recap. Today we have a little Game 2 and Game 3, which in a way kind of seemed like just one continuation of a game of just the Sixers just laying the daddy dick on the Wizards. Game 2, Sixers 120, Wizards 95. Game 3, Sixers 132, Wizards 103. And really there's just no answer that the Wizards have to the Sixers' size, our passing, our defense, and... These last two games, one Ben Simmons. Chris, we wish to do a little stock up, stock down, because last time we talked about this, Ben Simmons was on the stock down side of things. But man, he has been mm-hmm. unstoppable these last two games. Really, really aggressive, insanely efficient, just like he shot 7 for 10 in game three, and then like 11 for 15. Let me just double check. 11 for 15 in game two. And just... This is the kind of thing that it's like the Ben Simmons experience. He gives you these little tastes of how good he can be. Between his defensive player of the year kind of defense, between his elite passing, his elite size in transition, he just gives you this little taste of he could be the best player in the league. He could be dominating everyone if he just kept it up like this and then developed like a hint of a jump shot. But man, stock is way up on Ben Simmons. Do you have stock up on anyone else, Chris? Uh, just on Ben real quick. Yeah. Do we give him the Tobias Harris Memorial apology? <laughs> you mean the Tobias Harris Memorial Most Valuable Player Award? Absolutely. He deserves it. I mean, yeah. he has been the MVP. He's, I mean, especially game two. Just regarding stock up, obviously Joel Embiid, like you watch the last two games and it's very clear once again who the actual MVP of the league is. Yeah. Especially after, after if you just happen to have just watched Jokic lose by 20. Um, (laughs) But in game two, so much of Ben's success was dependent on the fact that Joel Embiid was being his wingman. Like Mm -hmm. in game two, the wizards came out and doubled Joel at all times. And what it meant was that Ben was what literally no one was anywhere near him. He was wide open in the dunker spot. He was just catching lobs and rebounding. Joel was out there shooting threes. Yeah. And then tonight, <laughs> hilarious adjustment by the Wizards to not double Joel. So single coverage tonight, and he just feasted. I mean, I can't say enough about how bad the Wizards are, but it's pretty cool that we went from a Toby game to a Ben game, to a Joe game. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Kind of going back to game two where JoJo was the wingman, it just seemed that he was just so in control and he just was coasting. He just knew and could kind of read this game like, hey, listen, they're just playing up on me, double teaming. Obviously, he's gotten better at the pass. And he's still coasting, by the way. Like tonight, he had his playoff <laughs> yeah. career high of 36 points, which, by the way, that kind of shocked me. I didn't. I would have thought that his playoff career high would be higher than 36 points, but 
most important thing, he did it in 28 minutes. He's load managing himself while also dominating and on his way to a sweep. And he's doing it in a way that where he's not really just, I mean, he can bully his way into the paint, and he did. But he's just been very, you know, jumper heavy, step back, which I'm okay with. Maybe he's just kind of like saving his body for now. He's definitely doing that, yeah. But most important of all, he's also just trolling the shit out of the Wizards and the rest of the NBA with (laughs) the uh, D-Generation X. Thrust the process. Thrust the process. (laughs) Chris, we are at the Shake Milton Minute. You got anything for us? We should talk as also about Matisse Thibel. I don't have his stat line written down, but just off the top of my head, at least in game two, I believe he recorded 29 blocks and 37 steals and, and, scored, and scored three points. Mm-hmm. Um, in about 17 minutes. The guy's crazy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we as crazy hardcore Sixers fans know how crazy he is, but he's fucking crazy. It's it's almost like he knows where the player is going to go before they know, you know, and he's already up in their grill, blocking a shot, stealing a ball, going in for a dunk. It's just, I love Matisse. And man, he's only playing, you know, limited minutes. Just got to give it like, increase his minutes like by eight more minutes and just see what happens, you know? Regarding predictions for next time, I just want to say I really wish this league would figure out a, a mercy rule for these first first round series. Like, there is no reason for Game Four to happen. Oh, um, I see. And I, I, and I'm just a little scared for injuries. So my humble request to Doc Rivers is let's just play the reserves. Mm. Let's make it a little bit interesting. Maybe make it a game. Chris, just to be clear, you want us to maybe get in a situation where we're th- up 3-1 with Doc Rivers as our coach? That's <laughs> that's what you want? Dangerous. 